What's up there, guys? This is Victor from the Tau of Strength podcast. This is episode number one. And I've been trying to record episode number one for the last two days, but I kept screwing up what I wanted to say. So I'll start off with just a short little intro here since this is uh, podcast number one. I've been in the fitness world for quite some time now. I would say since I was 21, I'm 34 now, so 13 years. Started off with, you know, the bodybuilding routine. You know, go to 24-hour fitness, don't know what the hell you're doing. Well, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And picked up body, what was it? Uh, Muscle and fitness magazines. You know, when uh, magazines were the big thing back then. You know, followed the Phil Heath programs and Kai Green program and all that stuff. Even though... You know, <laughs> I didn't know better then. I had no clue what the fuck I was doing. Didn't know that uh, diet had to be on point and didn't know that I had to do large amounts of performance enhancing substances to get that size. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, of course, diet and training were the, the big, big uh, variables. You know, how to train optimally and how to eat optimally to gain size. I just blamed it on my my genes being Filipino. You know, we're not really known for being big, but I've seen some big fuckers. Uh, anyways, I did that for about three or four years. And then I found CrossFit, where uh, it's been about eight years since I've been doing CrossFit now, so I haven't turned back and became a level one coach for about six years. Uh, I personally train people on the side and also became a certified CrossFit certified powerlifting through Westside Barbell. So I did strength training, also do uh, Olympic lifting, uh, and train uh, at the very you know at the very basic level, Ollie uh, lifting. So, and I am Precision Nutrition certified as well. So, gotta. Got a basic understanding of nutrition and its application to, to fitness. So with that long and drawn out intro, I'm going to go ahead and get into uh, something that was interesting. And, you know, this will end up being a part two just because I'll, I'll need to do a little bit more research on what I'm going to be uh, talking about. And I'm going to be talking about the insulin and melatonin relationship. And what that has to do with uh, blood glucose metabolism. And uh, I'm not in, in any way an expert in this uh, field, but I, I got this information through Dr. Rhonda Patrick. If you're not familiar with her, she is a super, super intelligent and informative uh, medical researcher. And she's applying her talents of research to nutrition science, which is kind of cool. Um, her podcast is my uh, found my fitness and this is really a going towards uh, optimal health uh, this isn't really like a episode on you know how to get a six-pack or anything like that but this is just for generalized optimal health for uh, for the general population so insulin and Sorry, melatonin and its relationship to insulin. So I found this 
particular topic really interesting because uh, she talked about research that was done with uh, Dr. Sachin Panda, and he, right now he's he's spearheading the research on time restricted eating. So it's kind of similar to intermittent fasting, which is like a that's been a big, big, big thing for the last five, six years. I first got into it maybe about six years ago, and uh, it seemed you know it was just really what it all came down to it was calorie restriction. So. Um, but what Dr. Sachin Panda and what Dr. Rhonda Patrick talked about really was optimizing your your eat, uh, times of eating uh, based on your your natural uh, natural circadian rhythm. So that's why I mentioned melatonin. So I believe you ran a experiment on on uh, two two sets of population. Well, he did this. So he had two sets of of times of eating, right, Uh, for people. So, but the nutrient composition was the same. So uh, he had people eating 2,000 calories, let's say that uh, arbitrarily, you know, in the morning and then 2,000 calories at night. Uh, not combined, but on separate uh, separate times, right? And so what he was trying to measure was uh, glucose metabolism or how much blood sugar was left. And he found that in the mornings, the blood sugar response was much better and it was much easier to be metabolized than it was at night. And Upon further research, he was finding that melatonin had a big, uh, big play in this, right? So, melatonin is basically like a signal uh, neurotransmitter, I believe, uh, it's from the um, pineal gland, and that signals your body, you know, hey, it's, it's time, you know, we're getting closer to, to sleepy time, so Mimi's time. <laughs> and he had found that upon further research that melatonin actually uh, signals to your pancreas to stop secreting insulin uh, at night, right? So that makes sense because, you know, at at night it wouldn't uh, serve your body, you know, unless you're a high level athlete, to have have excess uh, glucose running through your bloodstream at night. Right, so that's why he found that when people consumed, you know, bigger meals at night or closer to, towards uh, closer to sleep uh, to bedtime, that people were. Uh, he found that people had higher levels of glucose at night, uh, of unmetabolized or unutilized blood glucose uh, at night as opposed to the morning time or daytime. Right, so. Again, it makes sense because if melatonin is actually signaling to the pancreas that there's no need to secrete any insulin, um, that would uh, that would make sense as to why you know the body had you know your body at that time at rest would have higher levels of uh, glucose. So, thought that was an interesting uh, fact or interesting research that they were expanding on and. On another episode, I'll make sure to 
talk about the implications of that and why that's bad and why having elevated uh, blood glucose during uh, sleepy time is not good, is no bueno. So this is episode one. I uh, hope you enjoyed this. Hope this is informative. Again, make sure to check out that ep- specific episode on Found My Fitness uh, from Dr. Rhonda Patrick. And I will uh, make sure to record another episode for you. If you hear like any birds chirping or cars going by, it's because I'm actually recording this as I walk. So I figure, I feel that's like a good time for me to kind of just take a break from work and get a little walking in and get some sunshine and divulge my thoughts a little bit. So you'll be hearing a lot of that the next coming uh, months or years. Alrighty, take care. Thank you.